Okay. Is Hi. this it? Yeah, this is it. We're doing it. Okay. This happened last night, and we're making it happen. And look at look at the power of our minds. I know. I'm actually pretty proud of us. Um, so I guess I would just like to say, yeah, Marie had texted me last night, and we've been getting coffee every week, and just been talking about probably nothing of relevance. But now we've decided <laughs> to encapsulate that in a digital form. Are we calling this Curry Girl Time? I love Curry Girl Time. I don't know, but I also feel like, like, I love it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of it, too. I also feel like, I don't know. I think that's, I feel like it's just so perfect that you're, like, looking for something else, and then you're just like, no, this is fine. I think it's going to be Curry Girl Time for now. Tentatively, Curry Girl Time. It's always Curry Girl time for us. We're always on CGT. We're always on CGT. I like that. I like CGT. So, yeah, I guess welcome to CGT. Should we introduce ourselves? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm Mariha. I am a junior at the College of William and Mary (laughs) studying public health. And I exude crackhead energy, but I'm not a drug addict. (laughs) And that was well said. Um, I'm Faria. I'm also a junior at the College of William and Mary. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, but not West Philadelphia, just Philadelphia, and I'm studying human rights, and I don't know what kind of, I feel like I would exude, like, white indie boy energy. Not in a way that I'm proud of, but I think that's the energy I exude. I don't know, I feel like- Like, look at how I'm sitting right now. (laughs) I wonder if you're not saying lean back with my legs completely spread out. I feel like you also exude, like, just, like, the the daisy girl that, like, made it. You know, like, she... That is the greatest compliment! <laughs> what do you mean? Well, like, you're so, you're so easily able to, like, mix in your heritage with, like, all of your other interests without making it seem like... Because there's this whole concept of, like, dual identity, right? Where you're, like, a brown person and then you're, like, a white person with your white friends. And, like, I feel like you've managed to, you know, That's... sew that together into a tapestry rather than oh two my God. of string. That's so hot. Actually, because we are recording and because I do know you come from, like, the same background as I do, something I've actually dealt with my whole life is, like, the interplay between... At least growing up, I felt like I would, could never truly be Indian because I was Muslim, and I could never truly right. be, like, Muslim because I was from a, like, my origin was from a Hindu-majority country. Yeah. And so I felt like, I know your involvement, it seems like you've come to peace with this, but I always felt like I would never fully fit into, like, the Indian group or the Muslim group. And I guess, what are your thoughts on that? Because you are also Indian and Muslim. Right. I think the biggest thing with that is, like, you you have to like remember that even in even being indian in the united states you are still post-diaspora indian and that's not necessarily the same thing as like being someone that was born and raised in india right so it's kind of like this concept of oh i i'm literally picking and choosing what parts of my indian culture that i'm truly representing and so i've kind of come to terms with the idea that Mariha, you don't have to be Indian, you're just Indian American. And that's like, it's like finding that fine balance and also like making sure you don't beat yourself up too much about it. Because I would always be like, damn, like, why did I want to be so white? And then I'm like, well, that's normal. I'm growing up around white people. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom would tell me how she wanted to do like stuff with her Hindu friends. 
And it's like the same thing about like me wanting to do like all the white things, right? <laughs> and I was just like, Maria is currently drinking white hot chocolate. Yes. I am currently drinking white hot chocolate, and I'm getting a call from my Oh, mom. hi, Mom. Also, are you recording? Because your lines are a lot smaller than mine. Yeah, it does that sometimes. Okay. Don't you going to pick up? I'm going to pick up. Hold on. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Why go slow, Mom? Can I call you back in, like, an hour? When are you getting the call? <laughs> Guys, in the meantime, I will just give some brief entertainment. Today I woke up. Um, I'm kind of proud of myself because I didn't put my alarm on snooze. I just instantly turned to my phone and started scrolling through Instagram. Um, I've been on the hunt for a new iPhone X phone case, and I actually got one today, so that's pretty exciting. And facebook's been listening because they do know that um i've been looking for one because that's all they give me ads for took my dog out i've fallen back into the habit of eating cinnamon toast crunch like a seven-year-old so i'm sure my body won't be happy with that but that was actually a really satisfying breakfast um i've been enjoying this new shelf i got i went to target yesterday and dropped like 50 dollars on my parents credit card so Shout out Muhammad Normana. I am really sorry. Um, I got some groceries, so in some ways it was worth it. But also, I um, got like some shelf to hang from my wall, not like a basket I can hang from my wall that I just keep stuff in that I'm too lazy to leave my bed to get. I um, got some earrings, which I'm wearing right now. I got a sweater, and I got two mugs to okay, um, um, hold my herbs in. I'm and I recently got um, so actually rose and rosemary and mint, and I actually cooked pasta with them like last week, and I threw little herbs in on the tray with tomatoes to like roast them, and I was kind of stupid and didn't know why everything came out kind of black and burnt, and what was like completely in ashes. Turns out it was my herbs. Turns out you can't roast herbs. Which is bizarre, because I feel like I learned about roasted herbs in kind of the culinary tradition. But, um, yeah, that's all I have to share. I'm back. <laughs> my phone call with my madre. My madre. Um, yeah, uh, I forgot to pay my fees for VCU summer class. Oh my god. <laughs> and so my mom was like, uh, what do we do about this? And I'm like, uh, botany? Question mark. That's so funny. I just told probably the most boring story I've told in my life. No, I think roasted herbs is very important. It went from, like, me waking up to me dropping a ton of money on my parents' credit card at Target yesterday to me using my herbs. It was just, like, the most disorienting, disconnected, like, three and a half stories. Yeah, it sucked. Like, I'm like, sorry, guys. You know? I mean, at least it's not, like... I mean, people, like, write poetry about this stuff where they're, like... Is that your mom? No. It's a telemarketer that i'm blocking yeah yeah don't pick up um but it's like am i rupee car is that how you say it no i'm just saying that like people write poetry about this shit like instead of like i don't know like there's like yeah rupee car like she what she does write poetry about this yeah but at the same time i don't know i feel like people give rupee car a lot of shit 
And I feel like I'm on that bandwagon, but I don't understand why I'm there. I don't understand why. I mean, okay. I feel like I give her a lot of shit because I think the fake, um, like, poems people make of hers are hilarious. Oh, yeah. They're so funny. But I think her, like, actual stuff is, like, whatever. Like, I think it's stuff that we all feel and it's all just, like, so, like, nostalgically and depressingly, like, emo. It's easy to make it fun really of. It reminds us of... It reminds our darkest me, pieces yeah. of ourselves. Not even that, but kind of, like, when I was... Like, this, that's, like, who I wanted to be on Tumblr. Oh, Ruby right? Carr? Yeah. Yeah, like, we were just like, man, like, she's able to write all of this, like, deep stuff. And you're just like, she just pulled it out of her ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. no specific methodology to it. No, there isn't. And, like, also, so I was a huge Tumblr girl. I still actually do have the Tumblr app on my phone, which is quite embarrassing. I, haven't, I don't open it. Thank you. I don't open it much, but it is there just, you know, in case I need to mix it up a bit. Mine but um, is the female presenting nipples. Mine is the female. Pre- yes, true. No female presenting nipples. Um, But I think it's funny when I'm like going about my life and I'll put on clothes and I'm like, this is what 13 year old Tumblr me wanted to be. It's a weird sense of accomplishment because in some ways it's like I don't want to be what 13 year old Tumblr me wanted me to be now because I think I've matured. And I kind of want to be past that. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, hey, pat on the back, Faria. Look what you're doing. <laughs> like, this sweater? I'm wearing a black crop sweater? Yo. She would have been all over this. I mean, like, I feel like Tumblr me would have really appreciated her outfit. That's so sweet. I think the other thing is, though, like, I feel like there are some things that I have accomplished that Tumblr me wanted me to, such as... For a period of 24 hours, I had bleached hair that was silver. Was this for the rose gold? This was not for the rose gold. This was before the rose gold. So, fun fact, my hair is now, like, rose gold tinged. Like I'd say a dark rose gold. It almost looks like, um, Nose Has Auntie Red. I'm going to be honest. Oh my god, I can't believe you just said that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, but Oh my but, god. All right. So, I turned I turned 20 this year. Woohoo, big whoop. All right. I turned 20 in 19 21 in 19 days. Ah, oh, incredible. Yeah. I'm a baby. Um, I'm baby. So, anyways, I hate that. <laughs> I had to look up what that meant because I didn't understand I don't even it. I know what that means. I just say that to cute things now. Apparently, that means I'm like soft. Go, you baby. I think it means like, can I put my foot up here? Yeah, of course. What the heck? I think it means like, oh, I'm so soft. I'm so fragile. I'm so delicate. And I think it's like actually really stupid. Right. But um, I think that's like it's like, oh, I'm baby. Like, take care of me. I'm so soft. And I think it's like actually dumb and um undoing also- a lot of good things <laughs> um just socially. And- and it's kind of, okay, I don't know. Anyways, um, me being baby, I said, I'm going to schedule a midlife, a quarter life, no, an eighth life crisis. An eighth? A fourth. You're going to live to be 160? I'm looking to be 80. So let's do, so it would be a fourth. You're only trying to live to 80? I think you mean a fifth. 80, I think you mean a fifth life crisis. No, after 80, it just goes downhill, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you ever are you ever, like, in the shower thinking about how, like, we're going to be old one day, and then we're going to die, and then you try to conceptualize death? No, and then you... you know what I think? <laughs> I think about the fact 
fact that I am going to have to be helped to do everything. Yeah, actually, that sucks. I don't, like, the whole, like, the whole concept of, like, man starts as a baby and, like, becomes, like, the child, and then he becomes a soldier, and then he becomes, like, do you know, like, what concept I'm I know, about it's here? dumb. Yeah, and then he becomes a baby once again. And I'm, oh, like, I yeah, it's, can't like, do that. I, and I think that's also based off of just my experiences of seeing patients in the hospital. Like, I told myself that I could never do geriatric care. I told myself that I cannot work with old people because they make me sad. That's fair. Because they have lived such long, incredible lives, and they're, like, they have to resort to calling me. They have to resort to pressing a button on a TV remote. Dude, honestly, just pull the plug. As their speaker and go, like, I need to use the restroom. And I will hear this from, I mean, this is also, like, a humbling thing because this happens to everyone, no matter your socioeconomic status and, like, you know, everyone gets old, but... Unless you're, like, freaking... What's that woman? Betty White. She's... Okay, yeah. She's White, she's actually ridiculous. I forgot that she's still alive. Yeah. I feel like the world will end when Betty White... Remember dies. when everyone thought Nelson Mandela was dead? Let's talk about the Mandela effect, kids. Okay. Oh, my God. Or when they thought Cher was dead? Cher? Yeah, there was, like, like pop whole... 70s singer yes, Cher. there was, like, whole spring of like oh my god x celebrity died and everyone's just like oh my god and then the celebrity will be like on twitter like, like yo peace emoji i'm still alive that's Living literally how share tweets that's so funny and you're just like oh my god they're still alive thank god and now i've kind of gotten to this point where i'm just like oh my god speaking of like when like we were in our tumblr days like i remember seeing all these posts where it's like imagine you're driving on the road with your four-year-old daughter in the back of the car, listening to the national public radio. And you find and out Zayn Malik died. No, and you find out, like, J.K. Rowling died. <laughs> and you pull over to the side of the road and shed a tear. And your daughter goes, Mommy, why are you sad? Who's J.K. Rowling? I wrote that into my entire childhood. And now I look at J.K. Rowling and I'm like, someone take away all writing pencils <laughs> and means from her. Yeah, that's true. I really to glorify her and i love the harry potter books but the whole like turf thing she's gotta chill on the whole like i hate trans women thing she's really good she's gotta take a step back like there's so many things that you could be mad about and just that is like like what the fuck like also, it's, I'm not saying it's right to hate any trans people, but the fact that you don't hate trans men, but you hate trans women, whole thing to unlock and unpack yeah. emotionally, and I do not understand it. There's so much there that, I don't know. Like, is there, like, a self-hatred that causes that? Um. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's always some kind of pivotal thing that causes you to hate a certain group Dude, of people. Dude, can we bring J.K. Rowling on this podcast oh my God. to talk about her like, hate of trans women J. completely Rowling, unnecessary? If you ever hear this, <laughs> you probably never will. J.K. Rowling, if you're out there. Please come on. Please come to Williamsburg. And come on Curry Virginia, Girl Time. And come on CGT. Come on CGT. We'll get you biryani. We'll get you naan. You can eat it on air. And we'll just ask you some questions about your general beliefs. Because honestly, I'm confused. We'll give you, we'll, we'll supply the butter chicken and naan because that's exactly British people like to eat. But Dude, like, I mean, tikka masala originated in England. And that, when I learned so that, that messed with me. I know. 
because that you think that's such like a daisy restaurant thing yeah and then you find out that your culture isn't real (laughs) i'm sorry that is true though everything connects back to colonialism and that's my final stance like what indian culture is in the united states it's bollywood movies and And it's not real are the furthest thing from reality you can possibly get do you ever like watch a bollywood movie and then develop like unrealistic expectations for like 72 hours and then need someone to like slap the shit out of you like when i put my scarf on i'm thinking like you're like playing like every time i lock eyes with someone of the opposite gender it's just like i don't know this man today i was like thinking about this like i remember i used to have a huge crush on varun davon i don't know how to say his last name okay it's when i was like 15 years old so maybe hop off and i was just like even like he's not even nearly the most attractive man in bollywood but i still couldn't tell you an indian man who looks as good as him and he's not like he's not even that good looking for bollywood hands down i think ranveer singh is my favorite ranveer singh is hot um my favorite's always gonna be aditya roy kapoor i have such a soft spot for him oh my god i know i have such my mom knows this everyone like i have such a soft spot for Ditya Roy Kapoor. Obsessed with that man. He's amazing. No, stuff that I've seen him in, like he's like he didn't he didn't. Really Ashiki do... too. Listen, I don't fucking watch movies like that. Um, let's see. He just did another movie. Actually, it was like two years ago. Oh my god. Okay, okay, Janu was good. Okay, Janu. Didn't he also? Okay, Janu. Katrina Kaff, which was like, uh... Oh, Fitur? Fitur. These are all good movies. I'll say I it. Fitur was not good. Fitur was fine. I don't like Katrina Kaff. I'll say it. I really... I just like something about... I think it... Okay, this is like so dumb and like very politically incorrect for me to say, but I think the whole situation of Run Beer cheating on Deepika and then them instantly getting together while he was still cheating on Deepika is problematic. I always I realize that there's a lot this. to say for that, but um I okay, I remember that happening when I was like when we were like in, in like 8th grade. Yeah. <laughs> like grade. so ridiculously long time you ago. Know what it was, we were fresh off of um we were fresh off of Kristen Stewart cheating on Robert Pattinson. Oh, I was never a Twilight girl. I, I'm sorry. Okay, I was a Twilight girl for a hot minute. While I was also did a you think, Harry Potter fan. Did you think Edward Tott? I don't think I thought... You know what? I'm going to out myself. I thought Edward was really hot at the time. Okay, I'll say it. My sister thought Edward was really hot. I've tried to watch the Twilight movies, and I was like, this acting's terrible. And but then I look, I look at... I look at it now, and I'm just like, why did I like this? Edward is like every, like, crusty unshowered white guy and like a shitty shitty band camp band who's like on tinder being like in town for one night hmu we could have a good time and then does like the little like robot emoji (laughs) and then like jacob is like every single frat bro He's an alpha, kappa, an kappa, alpha, alpha, alpha pi, pi, blah, 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah. You gotta hate in the frat boys, but I'll say it. I'll pick Jacob over Edward any day. I don't know. I thought Jacob was very problematic. I thought Edward was also problematic, but for some reason... I mean, did Jacob want to, like, bang a kid? A baby? Yeah, I... Yeah. It, okay, fun fact. Stephanie <laughs> Myers actually... 
answered a fan question once, and I thought this was hilarious because I we were having a debate about how can vampires have sex if they don't have blood. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! <laughs> and straight up, Stephanie Myers has an answer to this, and she said that when the vampires like turn, like when they become. Do they become human when they have... No, when they, bec- when they go from human to vampire, their blood doesn't just go away. It turns into, like, another substance, right? And so that other substance fuels their body. <laughs> that and sucks. I know. And I was like, I never wanted to know this. And now I'm making everyone know this. And it's okay. But... So let's talk about plasma erections on this. <laughs> That's disgusting. I'm going to put this up on Facebook and my mom's going to listen to this and be like, Faria, I am paying tuition for you to literally fuck your life up doing this. <laughs> One day my future employer is going to find this and not give me a job because we're talking about plasma erections. I feel like, okay, but listen, are they not going to give us a job because we talked about plasma erections or are they not going to give us a job because we're both outspoken brown women? T. I'll say it. T. So. I always. You know what? Is that is that good? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry guys. Um I've been doing a lot of applications for various things lately and I've kind of been facing the issue of do I put my involvement in Students for Justice in Palestine down on my applications? Because I mean, we're both involved in MSA. Right. You much more than I. MSA for the um non Islam identifying folks out there, Muslim Student Association. But um it's like, yeah, like my three big things on my application are always radio, students for justice in Palestine, and we believe them because of like the relationship it's relationships it's allowed me to build like women right. on campus. Of course. And so I mean, I always feel comfortable putting those two down, like radio and we believe in them, but like students for justice in Palestine, always iffy because it's like I know for both of us, like we're an MSA. MSA is considered a terrorist organization in the US. Which yeah. is bizarre. And then Students for Justice in Palestine is, like, absolutely demonized. And so it's always, like, this weird thing of, like, do I sacrifice what I value in order to get into an institution that I value? But it's also, like, if I value this institution and I want to be part of this institution, I want them to value the things that I value as well. Yeah, that's a good point. And so I usually don't take it off, but it's always, like, there was a girl on exec for SJP last year who was, like, please don't tag me and stuff, and I'm taking it off. And now she works for, like, Booz Allen Hamilton, which I don't know much about, but I heard that they suck. Okay, but... Uh, I think it's funny Hamilton that you... and Booz. What a strange combination. I just what heard that they're, like... appropriate com- uh, Pretty much, like, helping bombing people, and I'm like, interesting how you can support the Palestinians, but bomb anyone else. That being said, I could be very wrong. Um, I just remember this is going on in public, so... Yeah, I could be wrong. My apologies, folks. I guess... No, I... I... I mean, like, I've heard stories of, like, people being denied entry into Jerusalem because of, like, what they post on social media, and I'm kind of just like, huh? Really? That's gonna be me. I, like, really, I really want to go to work in Palestine. My mom doesn't want me to because, obviously, it's a big conflict area, and there's a lot of bombings, but I don't know if I could get into Israel. I feel like I would land in, the, like, the Tel Aviv airport. And then they would, like, bring up my file and be like, you have oh, to, you ha have ha. you have to either go through Israel or you would have to go through Egypt. Like, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Egypt or Jordan. Or Egypt. Yeah, so I think if I landed in Israel, they would, like, bring up, like, my, like, file or whatever and be like, nah. No, but if you have an American passport, 
Yeah, I guess. Because, yeah. You have an American passport, they'll be licking your shoes. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to believe that. But also, I'm, but also I have an American passport from Brown. So, we got, we got, <laughs> you guys ever heard of intersectionality? Conflicting, that's true. <laughs> but I feel like when they're approving your stuff, they'll just be like, ah, yes, American passport. That's, a, oh my god. BB will say, ah, yes. You know Trump? <laughs> my boy. My boy Trump. My absolute boy Speaking Trump. Of Trump, this man literally tweeted, aren't you so glad I'm president? Parentheses open. Just kidding! Exclamation point. Parentheses closed. Is he still friends with Kanye? I don't know. Cause I have a lot of thoughts on Kanye's recent activities. I know he came out with a new album. I've not listened to it. I listened to that album and I could not tell one song from the other. Although I do remember there was one song where he was like, "You're my Chick Fil A." Chick Fil A comes on, on Sunday. Sunday. And I was just like, isn't it like, I'll get you with the lemonade. Yeah, I can't. I made my cat dance to one of the songs. Dude, poor Wolfgang. Listen, Wolfgang needed the exercise. Okay. That's so rough. Um, but like, yeah, I, um, I was on my laptop in class today, which I'm totally outing myself for. And, um, when am I not on my laptop in class? Yeah, exactly. And I was scrolling through the Facebook feed and I saw that Kanye in his recent concerts, because he's like a born again Christian, has started bringing Jesus up on stage. Firstly, there's the obvious question or statement, which is Jesus doesn't exist. So he's just finding like a white guy with long hair and putting him in like white sheets or whatever and calling him jesus secondly what the hell why why i don't know i have thirdly remember when kanye and ben carson were like boys (laughs) ben carson remember how ben carson actually still has a job in the u.s government i feel ben carson is probably one of ben carson and mike pence are the i think the last original members of Trump's White House, minus Kellyanne Conway, who I refuse to believe is an actual human being. No, she's not. She's a robot. She's... You guys, you heard it here. Definitely, you not hear it here first, because other people have said this. Oh, yeah. But you've heard it here, just generally. Kellyanne Conway is a I'm robot. I'm telling you, when, I don't know what's going to happen with this whole impeachment process. I genuinely don't know how serious and how far it's going to go and how much... I don't know. I just... I feel like Kellyanne Conway is going to, like, jump ship, and there's going to be, like, an expose on fucking Tucker Carlson being like, Kellyanne Conway was always a bitch, <laughs> and I never liked her! Like, a pull of John Mulaney about his wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kellyanne yeah. Conway is a bitch, they and do. I don't like her! Yeah, that makes sense. I just, like... I keep getting, like, CNN, because I would like everyone to know I am signed up for CNN and BBC updates on my phone. Me too. Because I'm very hip and uh, recent. New York Times, too. Recommend New York Times. It's not, it's not as um, panic-inducing. I just, like, don't want to um, have to, like, sign in with my Wham account. That's true. Because I feel like they have tabs on me everywhere. Today, some girl interviewed me for her project on... um security cameras on campus and i was like there's too many at first i was like i didn't know there were any and then oh, i go shoot, I didn't yeah she was like she was like oh could i interview you for like my senior seminar on uh security cameras on campus she was like just take a second and i'm just gonna start rolling and i go 
there's security cameras on campus and then i go there should not be security cameras on campus we already have so much of a police presence with wmpd and williamsburg police department also we live in a small town devoid of much crime and not in a city and like once again we have a police pre- i was like why why are there security cameras Williamsburg is literally a suburb of norfolk williamsburg yeah williamsburg is like like don't get me wrong crime does happen here there was that bomb scare a few years ago there's like sometimes like shootings close by like it's important to while the police are very controversial i think they are necessary in any town to protect right i mean if they get the right training to protect but like we don't need security cameras in campus buildings firstly we go to a school where no one steals anything because everyone's a narc secondly (laughs) um secondly like that's not even beside like it's just like it's a school camp like i don't understand why you need security cameras in classrooms or dorms i think i i mean as much as like i don't like the fact that we are under watch all the time like um big brother is always watching all that good stuff but i do think in the society we live in now with the number of shootings that are happening on campuses of education it might be important but i don't that's a good point yeah i i also don't you know there's there's so many like different things that could possibly like then there's the other fact that you know professors are using cameras in the classroom to record their lectures and post them for people that aren't able to make it to the lecture which i really appreciate like when people do that i'm like hell yeah brother (laughs) yeah thank you so much for that i thank you from the bottom of my heart and they're just like pen off though man i'm making it happen and you say yeah, and then there's some professors, though, who are like, if I see a camera facing towards me in class, I will lose my mind. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, it's such an interesting Even, like, balance. recording, like, where I'm just like, this professor speaks really quickly. What if I can get a voice recording of them talking so when I'm going over my notes, I won't lose my shit? <laughs> and they're just like, no recordings. Nothing. You're gonna sell these on the dark web. <laughs> We're gonna give these to bump students. Exactly. Exactly. It's like a hundred person class, like, and they don't take attendance. Of course, people are gonna come. It's like a one hundred level course. Yeah. And you're just like, who do you think you are? I know, but yeah, I just, I don't, I see the point about security cameras for school shootings, but I think besides that, that it should be on the perimeters of things and not in buildings. Yeah, I also like don't know where majority of these cameras are yeah exactly that's what scared me the most when she asked me that question i was like huh what so that yeah that really got to me this is a question my dad had as well he was like do you guys have security cameras especially because one time he had to park somewhere when he was visiting me and he had to walk through the trails and for some reason the trail spooked a 51 year old man so (laughs) We out here, like, in the middle of the night walking back from swim <laughs> using these trails. Um, and I was just like, you know, that's a really good question. But I feel like, I don't know, I'm surprised that they don't give any more... I, f- 
feel like they should give us more information about what we're looking at. Yeah, I just think, like, I mean, anywhere you go in this day and age, um, and I'm gonna say, like, in a capitalist society, which kind of makes me sound like an asshole and, like, a narc. We live in a society. We live in a society, um... But when I say in a capitalist society, okay, I just want to clarify to all the white guys out there and to the one non-white guy who <laughs> um had a crush on me in the past, let's say, year and a half to sum them all up, who went, Faria, I wish you were a communist. That would make you so much hotter. And I go, what the fuck? Stop. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Let me dive into this. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, There's been, I guess I just like attract the most annoying men possible. Because I cannot express to you guys. the Like, there's, like, the guys... There are some guys I like so much. But, firstly, they don't exist in Virginia. So, um, rest in peace to that. And I will likely never end up with them. That's, like, two people. That's, like, two people in the world. And that's not these two people. Every other guy that has liked me, other than these two guys I've, like, liked back, um, are, like, for real. Like, it's so cool that, like, you like human rights. Like, it's so cool that, like... You're so woke and you like social justice. Like, yeah. Like, I also like listening to Tyler, the creator, and Steve Lacey. Like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. You like the 70s? I also like George Harrison. And then, like, then they'll go, like, yo, you're so hot. But, like, it would be hotter if you were a communist. Join the brotherhood. It'll make you ten times hotter. I just, like, I'm, like, okay, people, okay, this is, like, totally going off tangent totally away from surveillance and i probably won't get back to the topic of surveillance but this is actually something i really need to address to our one day fan base yes i people recently have been like faria your type used to be like the indie soft boy and that was roastable and we can make fun of you for that but it was kind of on brand it made sense and they're like faria recently you've taken a turn to being really into frat guys what's that about and i was like listen that's totally fair to make fun of and it's fair to make fun of me for being into frat guys. But maybe I've taken a turn towards being into frat guys because indie soft boys have just exhausted me and turned me into a carcass. Like, I, like, oh my god, they literally turned me into a carcass of my former self. I, okay, here, this is so, this is, this frustrates me so much. I kind of understand what you're saying, though, because, like, you're just like, oh, the indie soft boy has an understanding of emotion. And then you go, oh, shit, the indie soft boy has an understanding of emotions. Which and doesn't utilize. That, like, it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you give dads, like, toolboxes for fathers. I day. hate how you're connecting this to dads. Go on. <laughs> That's so nasty. Go no, on. but, like, it, you give, you give, like, okay, you give your paternal figure yeah, yeah, a yeah, toolbox yeah. for father's day because that's what home depot tells you to do <laughs> yeah okay because we live in a society we, we live in a society and will we ever truly know our father's question <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god okay go on but it's kind of like with indie soft boys they're like everyone's just like here emotions and they go what do i do with them yeah so like here's my so when people roast on me for taking a little soiree into the territory of frat boys in my recent so a few things about me this is my first time being single in a while which is definitely problematic (laughs) that I've not been single for so long that being said kind of a baller time um 10 to explore yourself yeah uh, yeah I like haven't been single in a while and I think it's because I felt pressure as a woman in college 
to like meet someone and fall in love and so anytime I met someone and saw even like a slight spark I was like oh my god let's make this happen and then I would just like be like wow I rushed this I'm bored this person's not who I thought they were I'm just like not interested and so now I'm just like no it free you gotta stay single and it's ironic here's what's ironic despite being single right now I have like the biggest crush ever on someone but it's like that's when it's the worst that's when it's the worst but like it's almost kind of cool because like I can acknowledge that I have this really big crush on someone and maybe one day it'll work out but I still get to learn what it's like to be on my own Mm -hmm. while getting to talk to someone really cool yeah there's like there's like this concept because like I'm kind of like in the same boat where like I don't have like a super big crush on someone but like I kind of have a crush on them yeah and I was having this conversation with one of my friends and it was just like okay but like do you want this to be a full-on crush or do you just want it to be like a fun thing yeah and I think when you keep it a fun thing you're able to learn so much more about yourself but also have like that oh like the whimsical like it's a crush yeah exactly you're like they texted me yeah and it's like yeah it's like I really like this person but like they don't live here I don't want to rush into anything and I don't want to date them because that's just like it's not for me right now maybe down the road because I do really like them for 20 years (laughs) yeah honestly nothing but respect no you should be but I find it so interesting that like I feel like like I never felt that pressure to come to college to find the person that I end up with. I don't. Yeah, I don't know I why. Feel like this is. I feel like this is like exclusively. I feel like, you know, like ex- like hijab hijabi women. Like, I feel like they don't feel that pressure, and they kind of just go like, "Eh, we'll find someone." Because you also have to remember, like, how like. Unfortunately, I'm bringing rummy into this but rummy like there is this whole thing about how his sister hooks up with someone spoiler if you haven't seen the show hooks tries hooking up with a white guy to fulfill this fantasy and he's just into her because she's like muslim and like yeah and you're and you're just sitting there going like okay if i end up with a person who isn't muslim which i don't know if that will happen or not how do I know they're not exotifying me? And then two, how do if I end up with someone who is Muslim, how do I know that they're just like, okay, it's time for me to settle down like you are the mother of my children? Uh, yeah, no, that's a really good point. And yeah, I really respect that you didn't feel that pressure because I felt that pressure coming into college and I just kept jumping into this stuff. And it got me into a lot of bad situations. And I did have one relationship for a very long time that was very good. But I realized I just like, I wasn't like in the, like I got into it for the wrong reasons. Right. And it's, like, now I have, like, this huge crush on someone, but it's, like, they don't live here. We're both at very different points in our life. And it's, like, almost just, like, really cool to know I can see them when I see them and when it works out. But I don't have to put that pressure on myself, and I can just live life day to day. And it's cool to not, like, it's so weird that I have to, like, relearn that I don't have obligations to other people. And that's, like, very freeing. But back to my weird frat boy. um, Like, totally... Yeah, back to my weird... We've t- taken so many tangents and I made know. no final concluding points about anything. I know. Um, but back to, like, yeah. So people have been, like, for real, like, in your recent single phase, you've really taken a soiree into the territory of frat boys. And right. I'm like, I see this is true. You have every right to roast me. It's hilarious. But then I was like, people were like, indie soft boys were more your brand. And then I was like, no, dog. Indie soft boys suck. <laughs> and here's why they suck. Firstly... first point they always wish you were a communist which is like i don't know what other people's views are but like i think communism is fucking stupid um 
at least for me. Kanye I think it's like it's kind of like um communism is just like white guy idealism. Communism is me with any kind of pie ever. I think it's gonna be really great, and then I get into it, and it's just a soggy mess. Yeah, that was beautifully said. <laughs> yeah, it's just like okay, communism is like one of those things where like if you read how the principles were written. And you really, like, take a look at it. You're like, oh, this makes so much sense that this is written by a white guy. Mm. Because, like, he doesn't take into account the fact that there are different cultures. That mm. everyone doesn't have this Eurocentric method of thinking. Mm. It's just, like, it's so fucking dumb. And, like, every guy is, like, you would be hotter if you were a communist. And I'm like, I can't believe that I've gone to a point in my life where I hear that so often. And, like, it's just, like... That's crazy to think about. It's, it's so disappointing to me. Every day I have to be like, wow, guys would think i was hotter if i was a communist and like that's so fucking weird that that's the brand that i attract i mean like i'm not gonna lie like sometimes i do find it attractive like when a guy is like progressive progressive and like very like vocal about their political views but it's kind of like liking the office isn't a personality trait being a communist is not (laughs) yeah exactly and like yeah and it's just like whenever i talk to these guys and i'm like listen like communism is not going to work it's going to hurt a lot of people. It's going to be really harmful. It's an like, interesting topic to explore, but yeah, there's other true. alternatives, and there's alternatives that we may not even know about mm-hmm. that we haven't looked into yet. Because, because we get so stuck on Daddy Marks. Yeah, and because we're it's like you kind of see it as this like binary between capitalism and communism, and there's so many things that we probably haven't even discovered yet because right. the mind can think in endless ways. Yeah, and we're also stuck on Daddy Marks, and like they will be like. And I'll be like, look at the Khmer Rouge, look at Cambodia, like, look at all this shit that happened. And I shit you not, all of these, like, bitch-ass guys, my language is so bad, I can't believe I'm gonna put this on Facebook. (laughs) All of these guys are like, oh, but communism hasn't been implemented right yet. And I'm like, oh. Because it's not realistic. Exactly. So that's point one on soft boys. Point two on soft boys is that they act like they're emotionally intelligent, and they're the most, like, emotionally depraved emotionally unintelligent people in the world they just want to be sad all the time and they think that's emotional yeah exactly they think that like if they're like vulnerable with their feelings that like that makes them like less toxically masculine but like that doesn't mean that they're open to other people's feelings it doesn't mean they're not like greedy that doesn't mean like they actually like care about helping others it's just that they think because like they're sad all the time they're breaking toxic masculinity they're like i have to And then it's, like, the whole concept of, like, when you're, like, trying to, like, get with a guy and they're just treating you as, like, their free therapist. No, and that's literally what like soft boys are. That's what it is, yeah. No, that's 100%. And then, like, my last big point about them is, like, something I've noticed a lot in my soirees with fra- uh, soft boys, which has been far too many, is they have this, like, concept of, like, needing, of thinking, <sighs> this is gonna make me sound mean, but they have this concept of, like, thinking people really, really need them and they're gonna be, like, oh, I can't break up with this girl. Like, she really needs me. Like, she's going to fall apart if I break up with her. So and they, it's they like, still have that, like, basic masculine superiority. Yeah, that. they, like, think that they're breaking toxic masculinity because, like, they cry to, like, the Smiths every Wednesday night while, like, rolling <laughs> their old blunts and, like, reading the Communist Manifesto. But they're literally so toxically masculine and think, like, girls need them. And, like, that's obscene. And The other thing I've noticed is soft boys don't have very many male friends let's think about that one yeah yeah no exactly um they i just like you can't trust them they're annoying 
and they think their whole personality comes down to um their Spotify most played. And <laughs> and like their crusty ass weed filled nails. Ew, yeah. And the fact yeah, they think they're okay, this is like really mean to say, but literally soft boys think they're breaking toxic masculinity when they like paint their nails oh! like red. And they're like, That's it, gender doesn't exist anymore and I'm like, You're it's like, dumb. It's like two fingernails like with chipped black polish. And, and they have like, like one chain around their like, neck. You know The gender, gender binary is real. Gender like is such an interesting concept. <laughs> society hasn't explored and you're like under the communist system they wouldn't be able to explore it what are your true intentions (laughs) oh my god yeah no exactly and my thing is like okay frat boys most of the time it's like like it's like it's hit or miss most of the time it's miss but the thing is is like at least like they're not complex beings at right. like pseudo complex beings like you kind of know where their head is at they'll be straightforward with you you kind of like can go in knowing what you're going to get so that way you can like form realistic expectations and not right. be let down and like you can kind of feel out if you're getting to know someone that you actually want to get to know or not and dip if it isn't stay if it is and see if they're actually a cool person and instead of just like being led on by this like pseudo intellect pseudo like feminism thing because like I can't even emphasize, like, there's some frat boys I know who, like, literally get so much shit for just, like, being, like, like, looking like douchebags. Right. And, like, being rugby players. Right. And just, like, looking, like, like, looking really annoying. Yeah. But, like, they are far more feminist than, like, the feminist, quote-unquote, right. soft boys I've met. But they don't shove it down people's throats. I feel like, yeah, I feel like the the quality of, like... I guess like who's that one girl? Who's the who's the one person that wrote that show Girls? I couldn't tell you. Um like everyone hates her. Crap. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god. I know who you're talking about. Everyone does hate her. <sighs> she's like pale. Yeah, she's like uh I'm not doing a lot. I'm doing just enough. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking I'm just about. Like, why are you this way why did you like and she was like one of the first oh my gosh okay i think i found it lena dunham lena dunham that's exactly who it is lena dunham is the female manifestation of white soft boys boys. yeah she's she's the feminized soft boy dare i say it yeah dude i can't believe we came up with a gender studies class today i know (laughs) We genuinely did. Gender, society, and we we dating through, in like, your 20s. We, we went through Indian American identity. We've talked about so much. we talked about so much. and like we talked about, okay, let's, should we wrap up and talk about what we've talked about? I feel like we should wrap up and talk about what we've talked so about. So we started. I also want to have, like, a theme song. Yeah, I don't know what it should be. Should it just be, like, curly girl time? <laughs> <laughs> I want to try to find, like. Add me on acapella. <laughs> I just want to, I'm going to think of a song. Do you know how to, like, put songs in? Yeah. Okay, cool. I do. Yeah, by the way, guys, we're not editing this, so we're going to put no, the whole... this is straight. This is straight unedited. If you actually, like, want to listen to this unedited thing, you're a real one. Real recognizes real. We really, like, man, like, all 47 minutes. <laughs> I know. I know. So, we started with introductions. Yeah. Then I talked about... I asked you about being Muslim and Indian. Yeah. Where did we go from there? God knows. We talked. I feel like the main topics were Palestine, Palestine, identity, surveillance, surveillance. <laughs> and then it went to soft boys. 
Edward. Yeah, Edward and well, Jacob. Yeah. yeah. We talked about like soft boy versus frat boy. Like, I feel like the overall theme here was soft boys. Dude, soft boys are the, always the theme. Capitalism, communism. It's like communism. Gender. And soft boy. Is gender boy. and the soft boy. Yeah. Um. Soft boy and they're like. Soft boys and their um, misunderstanding of what reality is. So essentially, Bollywood movies. <laughs> is Shara Khan the real soft boy? I think Shara Khan is My the real soft mom, boy. I was talking to her on the phone the other day and I was like really upset about something and I was like about to cry. And she was like, wait, wait, for real, before we talk about this, did you wish Shara Khan a happy birthday? Oh my God. And I was like, cool, I'm going to disown you as my mother. <laughs> like, that sucks. Oh my god. I was like, I just like, I can't believe you just said that. Like, I was like, that was bizarre. That is. It was obscene. It was and obscene. And then brown moms tell us that we're not focusing. And then brown moms tell us we're too distracted by boys. Yes. So. Is Shah Rukh Khan going to help you later on in life? Yeah. Is Shah Rukh Khan helping you get a job? Is Shah Rukh Khan helping you get, you know, is he like sitting up with you and like helping you with your exams? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But is Shah Rukh Khan leading you on? No, and I respect him for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is Shah Rukh Khan kind of exists in the space between soft boy and frat boy. Yeah, I think he's like the perfect one. His son is definitely um, an e-boy, though. His son is so... Oh, God, next time we'll talk about e-boys. Next time, e-boys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to... Curry Girl Time. Curry Girl Time. CGT. CGT. Thank see you, guys. Yeah, we see you next week. Straight and edited. Okay, cool. We have the most chaotic energy. Have a good day. Bye.